Hey friends, how you doing? I've been waiting for you. I'm Miss Handy and I'm thrilled you've decided that audacious leadership is for you. I want to personally invite you into our leadership lounge, the space and place where we lead with big balls or go home. So come on in, have a seat anywhere you like, get curious, and let's take this walk down the audacious lane of leadership together. Here's what you can expect on this episode. In one of the most viral, candid, and audacious interviews ever conducted by Shannon Sharp, former NFL tight end with the Denver Broncos, who, by the way, is also regarded as one of the greatest tight ends of all time, current NFL sports analyst, and host of the ever-popular Club Shay Shay podcast on YouTube, comedian Cat Williams managed to drop dimes and jaws simultaneously. Currently, the YouTube episode has been viewed approximately 50 million times. And if the math keeps on mathing, it will continue to go forth and multiply even more. If you haven't checked out the episode yet, I recommend that you do it. People have been surprised and they've been constantly talking about the truths that Cat Williams shared. But even better than that, I want to highlight the valuable and audacious leadership lessons that I glean from Cat Williams' interview. It's time for us to start telling the truth about leadership and all that it entails. If you haven't experienced this one before, consider yourself lucky. The truth is, there may be times when you encounter people who will look you in the face and lie to you. And even worse than people looking you in the face and lying to you is them lying to you even when you know that they're not telling the truth. Now, the first thing that we tend to do because we're human is we'll ask ourselves, why would they lie about that? No matter how big or small it is, why would they lie, especially when we know the truth? And if we really are audacious, we will ask that individual, why did you lie? What was the point of it? Well, Cat Williams says it boils down to this. Liars lie because they want to. There's no need for us to take time out of our day trying to figure out their motive. It's their issue, not ours. According to Cat Williams, it's important in the checks and balances of the universe that liars not get to create complete narratives for themselves. And this is what I got out of what he said. If you let a liar continue to take their story and make it bigger and bigger and bigger, and no one says anything, well, then that then becomes their truth. As the leader, it's important for you to do those checks and balances. What receipts do you have that contradict what they're saying? What evidence that you have from yourself or other people on your team, other people around you? And this is not just limited to the workplace. It may be even happening in your family, in your friend circle. Don't let people create this whole story because their story then becomes their truth. And if you don't challenge it, it will become your problem. 
if you've ever found yourself in an official or unofficial competition with another leader and you ended up winning that competition, beware of any leader that does not know how to lose well. Cat Williams says that winners are not allowed to allow losers to rewrite history. You may encounter a loser that paints a totally different picture about why you won. Perhaps they may say that you cheated. Perhaps they may say that they were somehow at a disadvantage that did not allow them to win no matter what and that you were aware of those disadvantages. They may say something that's totally different and untrue. But no matter what, make sure that you let that loser know that's not what happened. It's not true. And I won because of my own skills and merit and it had nothing to do with anything shady that happened. In order to be an effective and audacious leader, you have to develop some tough skin. We're living in a world now with social media and all of these different avenues and ways for information to be spread. The possibility of someone saying something that's not true about us is just a reality. But if we are called to lead and we have a passion for doing it, we cannot allow the fact that people may say something or that they actually say something about us that's not true to keep us from doing the work that we are supposed to be doing. Cat Williams says that this is the age of truth and the truth doesn't need to be scared of the fact that people tell lies. If you are called to lead, I mean truly called to lead, that's what you lean into. Forget those lies. Stand on what is true and continue moving forward. The truth is that people are watching everything that we do, including other leaders. One way to establish a good reputation and to be trusted and respected as a leader is to establish a pattern of telling the truth even when you may be surrounded by people who've made lying their pattern of communication. Cat Williams says that truth doesn't need motivation. Doing the right thing is simply the right thing to do. But are there any instances where it might be okay for you to not tell a lie, but to not tell the whole truth? If you think about the subject of layoffs in your company or organization, you may have been told that layoffs are coming, but now is not the right time to share that information with employees. It's confidential and it's sensitive. If an employee asks you, are layoffs coming? And your response is, we have an important announcement that's going to impact the workplace. Did you tell a lie? Sometimes there is really a really thin line between the truth and lying. And we have to do it because it's the right thing to do at the time. If you haven't seen the Cat Williams interview, well, you just might be one of the very few people left in the whole world that haven't seen it yet. It's two hours and 46 minutes of truth telling, but that's not all that Cat talks about. I've got more leadership insights to highlight from the episode. If you listen to my debut episode, you'll recall that I talked about a time in my career when I thought I was much better at my job than I really was. 
Fortunately, I had an audacious manager that let me know I wasn't that good. And it made me think about this statement that Kat made during his interview. He said to be confident and not delusional is a real skill. Truthfully, y'all, I was delusional about how good I was. I had to work on getting self-aware. If we are not taking that complete and honest look at ourselves and doing it over and over again, we can wind up being like some of the comedians that Kat talked about on the Club Shay Shay podcast. The last thing that we want to do is have the world telling us who we are and we don't have any idea about it. One of the things I love about Kat's interview is his ability to pull real life examples from things that don't involve comedy in order to drive home his point. So in true Cat Williams fashion, he said that nobody in boxing fights outside of their weight class. And of course, this comment has nothing to do with boxing, but it's about some of the delusional comedians that Cat has been introduced to who believe that they are just as great as he is at comedy. This statement made me think about bodies of water. When we start out being really inexperienced, I think we are standing in a puddle. And if we continue to learn, we may move into a stream. If we continue to stretch and grow and learn, we'll move into a creek. From there, the next step is to a pond. We move from a pond to a lake, a lake to a river. And if we get really, really good and become phenomenal, we'll wind up in a body of water that looks like an ocean. It is important for us to know where we are aligned. What body of water are we swimming in? The world will tell us, but we've got to know that for ourselves. Now, this next catism is probably one of my absolute favorites. He says, I only put on comedians who are funnier than me. Now, that is a strong testament about his confidence and the fact that he is not intimidated to be surrounded by superior comedians who are much better than he could ever be. Now, if we take that statement and apply it to how we're leading now, ask yourself, are you surrounded by less than or more than people? Are you surrounded by people who have less intelligence, less skill, less talent, less drive, less motivation, less engagement? Or are you bringing on people intentionally who are more than you, more skilled, more qualified, more experienced? If you are intimidated and only bringing on less than individuals, why are you doing that? Is it because you're afraid that they may take your spot? One of the truths that we have to face is we are not in these leadership positions to remain there forever. We're trying to grow. We're trying to build a strong team, but we're also preparing for an exit. We have got to get the people that we're leading prepared to step into our role. I don't care how much you love it. I don't care how much you've poured into it. It's not to be yours forever. We've got to get in the habit 
of being able to be surrounded by people who are in bigger bodies of water than we are. It is a compliment for you to have someone on your team that strives and stretches further than you could ever go. I'm really curious what you all think about this next catism. Cat Williams says that the audience's opinion is the only opinion that matters. But what do you think? Is that true? Or are there sometimes exceptions? When do we actually become leaders? Is it when someone tells us that we are? Or is it when we tell ourselves that we are? Which one comes first? Does it even matter? What do you believe? In essence, is the customer always right? Because that's who's in the audience. They're always judging us. Is their opinion better? Does it outweigh ours? How do we know how good we really are as leaders if we aren't relying on the audience's opinion? This catism is a little longer than the others, so I saved it for last because it is a delicious insight about toxic people. Cat says, understand that all monsters are feeding off of something. If you find out what they're feeding off of, you can just begin to turn off their feeding points. They're not being toxic for no reason. They are gaining something out of how they operate. That's why they operate like that because they get something. As soon as you find that out, you'll be able to cut off what they're getting and they will leave. Now, here's an example that comes to mind. If you or someone on your team are giving positive reinforcement to someone who is toxic and exhibiting toxic behaviors, and if they're complaining and others are joining in and helping them to complain more, if you're acknowledging their complaints, or if they have poor performance and you're minimizing their mistakes or celebrating their shortcomings, you are continuing to keep that cycle going, to keep it alive. And that's why it's thriving. Once you realize what those patterns are and you begin to stop all of that, to stop joining in on their complaints, to stop acknowledging the things that they complain about, to stop minimizing their mistakes and celebrating their shortcomings or whatever it is that they're doing that is exhibiting that toxic behavior, that will all end. And that environment will no longer be attracted to them. So they will either have to change their behavior or they will have to leave that environment. Well, friends, we have reached the end of our episode, but our journey together is just getting started. I am so happy and grateful that you've joined me in our Leadership Lounge, and I hope that you found the space to be comfortable, interesting, and I hope that something you heard causes you to be just a little bit more curious about audacious leadership. I have so much more in store for us for the next episode and beyond. And I hope that you're planning to continue joining me here in this space and place and bring some friends and associates with you. 
the more people we have in our leadership lounge, learning and growing and leading together, the faster we can spread our message about audacious leadership so that it resonates and duplicates around the world. In the meantime, I hope that you will continue demonstrating audacious leadership with big balls energy and make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on LinkedIn and Instagram under my handle, Miss Handy, and have a fantastic and audacious week.